What up everyone, this is the Twice Over Film Club and I'm your host Faraz. Today we're previewing the Russian language film Elena from 2011. This episode does not contain any spoilers. You still got this week to get your watch in and we'll have our full discussion on the film out next week. Make sure you're following us at the Twice Over on all the socials to stay up to date with our watch list and any information on new episodes. Also check out the TheTwiceOver.com to see how we rated all the movies we've discussed on this podcast and play around with the tally tool to see how each movie fares with your preferences. All right, it's myself, Fahad, and Yusuf for this one. Yusuf, Fahad, what's up, guys? What to do? What's going on? All that right. was awkward. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, today we are going to be talking about Elena, 2011 film. Fahad, mm-hmm. you want to talk about why you selected this movie for us to discuss? Sure. Um, so I fell in love with this director, a Russian director, um, after I watched The Return. Um, Can you and say then his I name ch- for me? <laughs> yeah, it's hard to pronounce. It's uh, Andre, Andre. What's his last name? Zvezetsky or something? I'm butchering uh, it. I, I, I don't want to say it. That's why I asked you to say it. No, you yeah. got to try it. You have to attempt it. Let's hear it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let me, uh, let me look it up. I'll Google the pronunciation. I'm going to go with Zv- Andre... Zianitskev. No, that's honestly that sounded pretty. You added a K there. (laughs) Zianitskev. I don't know. Zianitskev. I don't know, man. Um, So I really liked a couple of his movies, right? So I like The Return, which came out, I believe, in two thousand three. It's about a father and his estranged son, and they kind of like rebond over something. I forget the details, but it's more of a metaphorical movie. Um, and then more recently there was Leviathan. I think we both saw it. We both liked it. Right. It was more about the, uh, both as in me and you, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was a portrait of Russian life about uh, the cruelty of the state and the church and how everyone lives, you know, in the somewhat mob. of a subdued life, right. In the mob. Right. Um, and this is another portrait of Russian life, and it's um, you skip Loveless. I haven't seen the return, but I watched the love. I watched Loveless with you ooh, as well. Yeah, Loveless was so infuriating because it's about yeah. a couple who have a child, and their marriage is completely loveless, and their complete the disregard for their kid's life is. It's so infuriating that it can it that alone can make the whole movie, you know. So you chose Elena out of his all of his movies and this was mm-hmm. one of the m- movies i had not seen of his um why did you choose this one i chose it because it's pretty grounded in a, a in a in a story that's easily relatable right it's about it's about a caregiver who gets married to this wealthy man and she's having financial troubles and he's uh he's quite up there in his age and he's he's about to pass away and uh so what i really liked about the movie it's um it's a stark portrait of modern Russian life. It's it highlights the class inequality. Um, it's a thoroughly well observed movie. The director pulls back and he doesn't force feed you anything. It's you're completely allowed to make your own observations, and it's everything's like beautifully framed. The pacing's amazing. The story is good. Uh, the music is out of this world. It's by Philip Glass. The writing also it's it's nothing is what's the word. Um, Nothing feels didactic. I don't know if that's the right word to say about it. Um, Like nothing's forced, right? It's all very subtle. Um, The acting's also insanely good. Um, And the themes about class conflict and and about um, values, right? It's also great. I know you guys feel differently about it. (laughs) Do you? (laughs) Yeah. 
yeah. Yusuf, I think you. This is your first exposure to this director, right? Uh, this is my first exposure to a Russian movie. Period. Probably. Um, oh. Yeah. Okay. Um, that was that. That caught me off guard. I mean, I just I didn't I didn't realize I was going into that. Um, but that was cool. I think it was. There were certain things that I was kind of observing and kind of wondering whether it is coming from the style of the actor or kind of the style of of that, um, you know, of that uh, part of the the film world. You know what I mean? Um, So I thought there was definitely some differences that were both good and bad to me. Um, And so I, I, I just liked, like you said, I think I liked just like sitting back and observing and the director kind of lets you do that to a pretty good deal in this movie. Um, so it was interesting to just kind of notice little details and all of that. So, um, and you know, this movie, it, it like, tell me if this movie is like particularly uh, out of the, you know, Russian cinema, is it kind of really well acclaimed? Oh, it is. Yeah. Uh, this director's, People were talking about him to be the heir to Tartovsky, you know, that other famous Russian director. It was very well received. All of his movies have been very well received. Um, but his latest one, Leviathan, it was a particularly um, hard-hitting movie about Russian life. And uh, I guess the oligarchs in Russia didn't care for that. And so he's kind of been shunned recently. Uh, but otherwise, uh, yeah, this director's up there and his admiration and respect amongst like the cinephiles in Russia and interesting yeah so I felt like you know having watched it I felt like that was this was a good entry point into that world um into Russian cinema because it was a pretty easy watch the dialogue is not like there's not overly complicated dialogue to the point that you're going to be you know struggling to keep up especially reading subtitles i didn't feel that at all um and i felt like i got a really good feel for for their cinema their cinema and you know it's good to start with as a good example right start with some of the best stuff in that field and kind of uh develop a taste mm-hmm. for it so um yeah i enjoyed it from that standpoint kind of as a entry point okay yeah you should definitely check out the rest of his filmography um leviathan comes to mind um and the return yeah, I just might. Two other good ones. What about Loveless, yeah. man? Why are you ignoring Loveless? Yeah, our... Loveless is a great, another great one. <laughs> that is his most recent one. That was 2017. Ooh, so he was like doing okay. one like every three years, like 2011, 2014, 2017. Uh-huh. Okay. And but yeah, he he didn't do one this year. A little other note, <laughs> I just found this out. Um, but there there's some sort of joint venture between between the the film studio that put this movie together and syncope which is christopher nolan's uh production company um so i thought that was like random and interesting but uh they're Mm. basically i you know i I didn't particularly notice it in this movie but you know basically i think the director here is is a pretty big admirer of christopher nolan um so i thought that was cool even though he's like even though this this film seemed totally different to me um you know i i I just thought that that was cool there was like these two random parties and you know as a christopher nolan fanboy uh obviously i was happy to hear that yeah stylistically you could see it right a little bit with the with the coolness of it all right it's like detached in a similar way christopher nolan seems to shoot shoot yeah like uh you know just thinking about kind of showing a, a very very um 
wealthy person's estate and kind of the way that that's presented um, in like, let's say, for example, the Batman movies, um, you could see mm-hmm. some like stylistic. And of course, like, you know, th- these were these this this came out somewhere in the middle of those movies. But I could just see kind of like some similarities in terms of their portrayals there. Um, so, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that there was heavily, heavily influenced specific from that. But yeah, certainly yeah. some stylistic stuff you can point out um, if you're if you're looking for it. So I wanted to draw a comparison between this movie and um the Korean movie that just came out, Parasite. Yeah. Oh, Fahad, I wrote that down too. Yeah. This is Parasite before Parasite. This is Parasite before Parasite, right? The all the the observations about a highly divided society, the economic inequality, and the tragedy, right? I was gonna say, dude, this movie had twenty three nominations, and it actually won all of them. Twenty three. Wow. In what? Not not in a, not in like none of these are Academy Award oh, okay. ones, but like in the, the the Cannes Film Festival, uh, the Durban Film Festival, European Film Awards, um, mm-hmm. like basically every award it did uh, get nominated for, it did win Sundance Film Festival, Turkish Film Critic Association. Oh, that, that's insane! Like, I mean, you know, whatever Academy Awards are not like for any movie to ever sweep every single nomination it gets, that's crazy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. Looks like most of this stuff goes to for best director or uh, best performance by an actress. Okay, yeah. Thanks for listening to this production of The Twice Over. If you enjoyed this episode, consider subscribing and sharing it with a friend. Want to see what your tally is? Check out thetwiceover.com. All the movies we've done are listed there, as well as what we're watching for the current week. Follow us at The Twice Over on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, where you can leave us any suggestions, feedback, or comments. And if you're about it, you can also support us on Patreon. The music you hear on this podcast is from Amerigo Gazaway. You can find his work on Bandcamp and Spotify. 